Welcome to the Band of Brothers Cycling Podcast. In this series, we talk about the biggest races in cycling and how we prepare for them and give you some insight into the personalities within the team. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Band of Brothers Podcast. Today we'll be talking with Ben Svihoff, who is our mountain biker turned road racer. So let's find out a little bit more about his experiences in the peloton so far, as well as his goals for 2023. So Ben, thanks for joining us today. Great. I'm really looking forward to be part of this podcast. And as always, I'm also joined by my colleague, Andreas Hartmann. Hi, Steph. Hi, Ben. And uh, welcome to the Band of Brothers podcast. Nice. Hi, Andal. So Ben, it's now your third road season, uh, but there might still be some people out there who don't know you very well. So let's start off there. Why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction about yourself? So how you got into road cycling, what type of rider you are and anything else, I guess, that you might think would be interesting for our listeners. Yeah, it's uh, like you said, it's my third road season with Bora Hansgrohe. And yeah, I was lucky enough to get one of these uh, famous outcaster spots in the team like uh, Anton Palzer for example I used to be a professional mountain biker before for several years but I always felt like um, I would be maybe a little bit um, better on the road actually and yeah then I, I had several chats with Ralf with Dan and yeah they all believed in my potential and in my, my uh, kind of power and yes that's kind of the short story how I got on, on this team. And I think on, in the last two years, I really um, developed as a, as a road cyclist. And yeah, I'm not a mountain biker anymore. I'm full-time road cyclist now, and that's pretty cool. Okay, and now off the bike. Are there any crazy habits or things you do in your free time no one knows about yet? I don't know, actually. No, I don't think so, because uh, I I don't have too much free time off the bike, actually. Um, traveling, traveling a lot, training a lot. Um, then I, I take really serious care of my family here at home. My my wife and me become parents in, in April now. And um, yeah, that's kind of uh, an ad adventure. And for me, it's... Uh, um, adventure enough, let's say, uh, besides all the, all the travel and, and road cycling. Uh, so I don't have any strange things off the bike, which I, which I do. So going back to what you were talking about before, you were a mountain biker, obviously for several years, what specifically made you take the decision to switch to the road? What was it that in particular made you make that decision in the end to switch disciplines? I think, I think it was a mixture out of everything. I, I always wanted to try myself out on the road, but never had a, yeah, like a good chance in a, in a good team, um, before Bora Hansgrohe. And yeah, as I, as I was already professional on the mountain bike and also earning money with that, I also knew that I, I would need kind of minimum pro continental team, uh, which would take me. And that was not easy to find. And I think I kind of came in a, in a good moment where everybody was talking about these newcomers from cyclocross, these newcomers from the mountain bike. And, um, yeah, that raised my chances, I would say. And in the end, um, 
I'm very thankful that Ralph and Dan believed in me. And I think now uh, it's a little bit of payback time already in my third year. And yeah, I, I think it's quite of quite of normal that you need some some time to get yourself used to the rhythm of everything of the peloton of road cycling but i think now i'm i'm kind of finished with that and now i can really play a little bit more you're a climber and you live in essen which is far away from the mountains and uh, <laughs> in a rather flat part of germany how does that fit together Ah, come on! I, I live in Dortmund now, huh? This is closer to the to the Sauerland, and uh, there we have some kind of kind of mountains. Last year we had the German Nationals here, and I think it was with almost four thousand climbing meters. But yeah, you're you're actually right. We we don't have these these longer mountains here. Um, everybody already asked me on the mountain bike how I combine that living in in this area of Germany, and yeah becoming professional mountain biker this was actually also strange and in the end uh, it's better than you would expect here it's like i always say it's like a little bit like in belgium in wallonie somewhere there where you have this uh, small climbs uh, where you get this this punch what you what you need in road cycling and also as well in, in mountain biking and yeah i think that's kind of kind of better than everybody would expect But in the end, yeah, for sure, if I want to do some longer climbs, I need to go on a training camp somewhere else. That's pretty, pretty sure. So tell us, where did your interest in cycling originate? Was it someone in your family who was involved in cycling to begin with? Or did you just see it and want to pick that up yourself? Actually, it was uh, was my dad. He uh, he tried it out sometimes in the 1990s, I think, um, was one of the first amateur mountain biker in our region i would say and yeah he always always did it in in his free time like uh yeah some some kind of a little bit like professional but still amateur and yeah that was what i was yeah seeing from the age of two i think and then i i always wanted to to race uh, for myself and i think i did my first kind of mountain bike race when i was three years old something like that it was a crazy story it was just around the around the soccer field like really 200 meters of, of racing something like that and uh, actually nobody explained me the concept of racing because uh, i didn't know that it that i was allowed to overtake people so i i finished where i started actually and yeah that was that was my first race i think nobody believed that uh, i could become a professional cyclist in this moment but uh Yeah, from from there on, uh, it it's got better and better year by year. <laughs> We all know that mountain bikers have crazy good bike handling skills. Um, which mountain bike skills and abilities are helpful for you on the road now? And what has been completely new for you in the peloton? I think um, it kind of the general bike handling helps you for sure in in the end i mean it, i always say that i um i'm better on the bike than i i'm on on my feet so i i kind of can can do like er literally everything with my bike and sometimes even some things uh, which i can't do just by walking so um that helps you kind of a lot in the end but um for me the biggest uh, challenge was to 
use that in the race actually because um, the peloton is kind of scary in the beginning if you're not used to it you have like this high uh, speed you have this this noise in your ear from from all the bikes around you you have literally no space uh, in front left right back you you cannot move anywhere um, and that is what what scares you so you have to get used to your head to all this this new new things in the peloton and then you can start using your your bike handling skills in the end and i think that is the biggest challenge for somebody who never had something to do with road cycling to get adapted to to this this flow in the end and i i told already um like several people now that from now on i really understood how the peloton goes and i think now for example the uae tour or tour of oman or also mallorca was was kind of an experience for me that i really used my abilities in bike handling to to get further to the front to to use some yeah some gaps in the peloton and and all this this stuff and i think this is generally super helpful for example if you can if you know that you can overtake 10 people in in one corner then you are kind of more relaxed than a guy who knows oh in every corner i have to struggle a little bit and this is what i what i try to use now and uh yeah, what brings me in the end um, more fresh into, for example, the final climb. So you're progressing a lot um, in that respect, but also in terms of your results as well. So you recently finished in the top 10 in the GC at the UAE Tour. Tell us, how did that feel? And heading into the race, were you expecting that type of result? Yeah, I think in the end, I expected it already when I started on the road because uh, otherwise nobody would would give me the chance if I would not have the let's say the power numbers for such a result. I I actually also had it last year. It's it's not about the numbers in the end. It's about um, yeah getting the best out of these numbers in the race, and that's what what is the biggest difference. I. Uh, like I said, in, for example, in the UAE tour and the final climb, I came into this climb in, let's say, 15 or 10th position and completely fresh, like no effort, nothing. And I was like, there, okay, now we can start. And I remember UAE tour 2021 was my first race. I came there and I was already a little bit on the limit because I had to, to fight so hard for this, this position. And I think this is the, the biggest progress in the end. You can for sure also try to increase your numbers uh, like, like we do every day in training. But um, this is not the thing where you can improve the most, in my opinion. I think uh, as a non-road cyclist, you can really focus on, on getting better and better in positioning, getting uh, better and better in saving energy and all this, this stuff. And this uh, brings you in the end closer to, to your results. And I think this is what, uh, what I, I'm capable of now. And I think now it's kind of, um, yeah, kind of logically that uh, the results are coming as well. Did you change something in your preparation or how did you manage to develop like this over the last years? I think it is only about racing, about uh, learning. You have to learn. This is the most important thing. Um, you have to, yeah, a little bit try to get your body used to this this uh, effort. That's for sure as well. That you, um, I think the the two Grand Tours I did, like Vuelta and Giro, helped me a lot to to 
yeah, get on a better physically level, let's say. But um, in the end, um, the the numbers were always there. So that was not the problem. The problem was to to get it in the race. And I think that's what I achieved now. And for example, UAE Tour was really the, the first time I got really, really close to my best best numbers uh, on in the race. And I think this is a good progression. And that's why I'm also super confident that I can do it more often in the future now. So with these improvements, will you be approaching the next races differently to how you did last year? What can we expect from you, you think, in the upcoming races that's different from last year? Yeah, I, I always said that I that my biggest dream is to win a bike race, like a road cycling race. I won a lot on the mountain bike already, but um, I also want to win a race on the road for sure. That's what I aim for. And on the other hand, I want to develop as a, as a, as a rider. And I think if I, if I can make those steps over the next years, I, I think I can also be a good uh, GC rider for the one week GC races, for example, or let's say maybe I can also be a super important uh, helper in the mountains in the, in the big tours and which I also did already in Giro, but still I can, improve a little bit more so I can stay a little bit longer with with my with my leaders there and and that's what what I want to want to see this year um, in my development tell us a bit about your schedule which will be your next races normally it's planned that I uh, do copy Batali um, where I also definitely try to to go for a, for a nice result um, not only in GC but maybe as well on, on some stages um, because I think this this kind of race should suit me pretty well. Um, that's that's why I try to focus myself on this this one. Uh, pretty sure. And then uh, yeah, then our our daughter will will be born some some time around uh, beginning of April. So I have a little bit of break there, um, which which I'm also super thankful to the team that that I can can do it like that and support my wife here at home and enjoy a little bit this this new adventure in our, in our life and then i try to restart with tour de romandie uh, also a nice race but there there we'll definitely have to see uh, how it's going and um, because I, i i actually cannot say how how big the stress will be after uh, after the birth and everything so uh, there I'm not like super optimistic. I, I rather say, okay, let's let's see how it goes there. And then the, the biggest goal for me this year will be the Vuelta for sure to, um, yeah, to do my third Grand Tour and yeah, maybe um, yeah, go as well for some nice results there. <laughs> ben Zwiehoff in a GC leader role. How does that sound to you? A mid or a long-term goal? Yeah, I mean it's kind of cool. I I would I would like to do that. I I always said that probably um, the stage racing is the best for me because I normally get better and better day by day, um, which is which is perfect for a GC guy actually. Um, what for sure will be the biggest challenge is uh, the mental part of this game because I already felt in UAE tour that it's super hard to, to not lose time every day and to focus on that. Um, and that's already super challenging over one week. And I, I really have the biggest respect for the guys who can, can do that over three weeks in the Grand Tour. 
Um, but for sure, if I if I in the future have the chance to try this out, I would definitely try because in the end, this is uh, the biggest dream I think of every climber to to try a nice GC. But I'm also um, sure that I need to improve, for example, my TT skills. That's that's for sure. I I already started to, with the with the work on that in in the winter now. But um, yeah, for sure, I, I need to improve there because uh, this will be um, for sure um, the thing where I where I lose for sure some time on the on the best best guys. And yeah, this this is why I would say this is for sure a midterm thing and maybe a long term thing, not not something for this year. Um, then how do you work to improve on the TT bike? Is it just riding the TT bike and training or is it also specific gym work and uh, stretching and things like that? Yeah, it's a combination of all. I think I, in winter we did um, my first aerodynamic test on the, on the track on Mallorca and there I actually already gained like really a lot um, compared to my old position. Um, yeah, and then it's for sure a lot of uh, about riding uh, and training Like I, I never did it before. I, I focused completely on the road bike in the last two years. So it's my first year also with a TT bike at home so that I that I can use for, for improving there. And for example, now tomorrow I will I will go for a longer endurance ride and I, I will for sure take one hour on the TT bike tomorrow. Like just simple endurance riding. And yeah, then From time to time, I think I will also do some some intervals, and like you said, also some specific gym work, which is pretty important to to be stable in the position. So to conclude, I've got one final question that's a little bit different. What people might not know is that you studied law, and as a law graduate <laughs> like myself, you, yes, I'm pretty interested. Um, why did you choose that specific field and? What's your plan with regards to possibly one day going back when you finish cycling to working as a lawyer, for example? Oh, Steph, this is this is far, far away now, huh? <laughs> no, I I started it, it actually um, because yeah, in the end, I was kind of interested in in this kind of topic, um, and yeah, in, in Germany, it's like. Yeah, it's like the basic thing you do and on the one hand you can do economics or you study law if you if you uh, yeah have like a little bit of background in your your family for example my father is bank director and then it was actually like yeah I, I do that or I do that and then I decided for studying law I, I did it for let's say uh, for no two and a half years full-time beside mountain biking, which was super challenging. Um, but in the end I managed it. And then it came to one point where I had to decide uh, where I put my focus. And that's uh, for now the cycling. I, I also study a little bit uh, in beside, but it's uh, depending on, on how much, uh, Yeah, I, I'm capable of, of doing. I don't stress myself in Germany. We have a lot of time to study that. Uh, so you have no limitations and like you have to finish it until that kind of date. So yeah, I I think I will I will um yeah increase my effort there after my cycling career for sure. But I'm 
yeah, I'm not sure if I really want to work as a lawyer afterwards. We will see. I, I mean, the sport business is also nice. And uh, yeah, we have such a kind of good network um, through your yeah through your cycling career. And uh, in the end, I think I will also try to use that a little bit. Interesting. So uh, thanks for taking the time to join us today on the podcast to uh, share a little bit about your experiences and goals. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for, t- for having me. And uh, thanks, as always, to you as well, Andal. Yeah, thanks, Seth. And uh, thanks for taking the time, Ben. Thank you, Andal. Yeah, it was a pleasure, for sure. I mean, I like this kind of uh, new podcast series we are doing. And uh, I hope the fans enjoy this as well. And as always, thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode and be sure to stay tuned for the next one. 